Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. Time has so many different perspectives, and I'm not talking Einstein, present to past. Using an empowering past experience to prove current capabilities. So I always look at somebody who's having an issue with whatever they're challenged with right now, and I try to think, is there something in their past that they did that was harder than this and that they succeeded with? And then I try to pull them back to that moment and bring it into the present. The, these are easy. I, mo I learned most of these from Erickson, because Erickson would say, you know, the first day of school when you walked in and you saw all those letters that were above the chalkboard and you didn't know what any of them meant. And pretty soon you were using them to write words and construct sentences and you're like, okay, yes. It's like you learn how, how to speak a language without a manual before you even went to school. And a language is way more complicated because even computers still can't model language effectively. So you're telling me you can't pick a product on Amazon? Huh? So I like to dig into past experiences either in mass that everybody can relate to or individually if I'm working individually with something and bring them into the present situation. You know what happens with somebody who has a really big problem? You know what that problem does to them? It dominates their past, present, and future. So here's what it kind of looks like. Here's my problem, and it's all in the present. Everything about it, I can't think past my nose. And there's a little bit about what the future may look like, and here's a little bit about the past. It just dominates that whole person's point of view. It's myopic, right? So we have to widen their viewpoint, and then they have a new perspective. We take narrow, we make it wide. Sometimes they're too wide. They're all up here, and then they're running into poles because they're not looking in front of them, so we have to narrow them. We go both ways. We're by perspective. We're by. We'll take whatever we can. So then there's present to future. So one of the ways that I bring them to the, the future is through the present. I had a client once that I could tell was just struggling. The present was, the, the, the picture was so big in the present he couldn't see any way further. So his life sucked because he could only see the next minute or two or five or 10. So I said to him, I said, after we solve this problem, what's the next problem we need to be solving? He's like, what? I go, yeah, 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 once we solve this problem, what's the next issue we're gonna run into? And he says, well, we're gonna run into this. I said, cool. So what was the one step that we did before that, before we ran into that? And then he told me what that one step was and that was the solution. I was like, oh, okay, now you know the problem. So a lot of people wanna solve problems linearly. First we do this, then we do this, then we do that, then we do that, and then we win, right? But then they get stuck either here or here or here or here. It's like a game of pitfall where that guy's running on Atari and he falls into the hole or here or here, right? I say, okay, we're in step six. What do we do on step five? Then what do we do on step four? I change the timeline. I have them run it backwards instead of running it forwards. If running it forwards won't work, run the motherfucker backwards, right? Your resistance to the better you cannot compete with my desire to make you better. I will win that war. You can resist in futility. I will win that war. Your excuses are not as strong as my resiliency to want to help you. That's my belief. The only way you don't win, and this pisses me off, people say, Flatland, I don't come to your webinars anymore because I know if I do, I'll buy. Ha, 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 ha. I'm not laughing. I'm sitting there, uh-uh. I said, this is how I do it with them. Usually it's a woman too, it's funny. It's an older woman, 55, 60 years old. She's like, ah, like I'm a grandson or something like that. And I'm like, you're just taking a break on the webinars right now. And she's like, ah. I'm like no, we're, we're gonna agree, you're taking a break, and when the time is right, you're gonna come back to my webinars. And she's like, yes, Jason, I will. Because I don't think it's funny that she's not showing up to my stuff anymore. I don't care if she buys or not, I just want her to show up. But that's what happens all the time with, with me because people are now resistant 
to this because I'm so good at it that they just they want to keep their problem more than they want to solve it. So they don't dare put their problem in front of me because I'll take that problem from it and I won't let them have it back. Constraint. By the way, this isn't just sales closing. Do this on yourself or do this from an educational framework and then bring it into a cell situation. What does Jocko Willink say? He says uh, discipline equals freedom, right? You get freedom through structure. It's from constraint. Somebody's having trouble understanding something. Somebody wants to write a book. Oftentimes the reason they can is because they think a book is 150 pages long or 200 pages long. You say, if you had to write that book and it was only six pages long, what would you put in it? If it was four pages long, what would you put in it? If you had a single page in order to sell somebody something, what would you put on that page? I'm allowing you 400 words to make your best sales pitch. Go. And you know what you find out when you limit people? They focus on what matters. And so we like to put constraint and narrow the focus to get more information on what the real issue is. Oftentimes I like to say to somebody, they say, oh, like, I only got two hours a week to devote to this. Good. What are you going to do with that two hours? They want to complain to me that they don't have enough time. And I'm telling them, okay, what are we going to do with that time? I don't care if you've got two hours. How are we going to make it count? And they're like, all right. They get it. So we churn, we, we create a constraint, and through the constraint we get the answers. Oftentimes the issue with people is when you're, they're too open. They want to go down seven roads simultaneously. You got to pick a lane and go with it. But picking means commitment. Commitment is scary. We force a constraint to gain commitment, and then we, we open it up from there. So we induce limitation for an effect, right? Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.